dropping that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. And DJ Killer Kev. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal, straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rouse. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs were the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash and DJ Killer Kev. 40 of them. 40 episodes of You Can't Make This Out podcast. Cap it. Clap it up. Can't even talk. Clap it up. Talking like a 40-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. What's good, man? Hey, man, it's the weekend. I'm, I'm off work tomorrow. I'm like, you know, step out to soul food tonight. Oh. I'm feeling good, man. Oh, oh. How was your week? Smooth selling, man. Very smooth selling, man. Actually, I see you hit that cycling class getting uh, it in. Looky here, bro. <laughs> you know, new year, new me, all that mumbo jumbo talk. You know, people want to stay in shape or get back in shape. You know, wifey says she's on it this year. And, you know, she says that every year. So it goes in one ear out the other. But mm-hmm. when she said she wanted to do cycling classes, because I've done them before, because, you know, I ride my bike heavy. So in the wintertime, I like to do a couple cycling classes. So. She has been down the first two weeks, at least, for every Wednesday and Saturday. And uh, we two weeks in. She's gassed up about it. But here's a little secret that people don't, don't do cycling classes, man. That shit hurts. Man, <laughs> I've, done, I've done two. <laughs> two. That shit hurts. Yo. So, uh, yeah, like, uh, not, not your legs, but your undercarriage, as I'll call it. Yeah, them, them, them seats ain't made... You're going to have to either grind it out and stand up the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> or when you take that quick break on the seat, you ain't going to want to sit there long. Yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> man. So that's that's what's going on with me, man. Trying to drink these uh, green smoothies with kale, spinach, bananas, and strawberries for, like, breakfast, lunch. Do grilled chicken for dinner and a salad, you know, trying to trying to cleanse it out a little bit, okay. man. So that's what we own, man. I, I feel f- it. See how long this lasts. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? I saw... You know, some pizza commercials yesterday as we was watching the game. And she was like, nope, nope. You better go get your banana. <laughs> better go get your apple. So if she's on it, then I can I can be on it, too. Yeah, me and, me and the wife, we started walking a couple of days a week. Probably doing like a mile and a half, two miles, nothing. Just just committing to it. You know? Right, and right. And then I uh, started back to doing some push-ups in the morning and stretching. Just not necessarily uh, anything other than just... Trying to do something every day. Right, you know? right, right. Yeah, so. man, you got to, man, because uh, shout out to my bro, RDP, man. Yo, he's been an athlete since I've known him, you know what I'm saying, high school athlete. He played basketball, played football. You know, we did the intramural thing. We was in college. He coaches his son's football team, lift weights, runs a ton, man. He hit me up yesterday. He blew his Achilles out, man, mm. hooping with his son, man. My God, man, son. that's crazy. My homeboy two weeks ago did the same thing. Man. Working out. Ah. Oh. Hooping. Ah. Oh. Achilles. Gone. Oh. So, yeah. We are at that age, man. Man, you're, like, you're at that age where it's like, show these young cats. I yeah. Still, but then you hit that, hit that fifth game. <laughs> but the crazy part is, man, you know, my guy, he's in he's in great shape, man. You know, he never fell off. You know what I'm saying? When he did fell, fall off, he bounced right back, like Big Sean would say. And, uh, 
you know, and when he hit me, I was like, no, bro, not you. Like, yeah. yo, you stay in shape. You stay doing, you stay active. And, then, and uh, me and my homie at work, Justin, we was like, all right, man, like, yo, Sundays after the football season, let's hit up to Y. You know what I'm saying? About one o'clock, go get some wreck in. You know what, yeah. what I'm saying? And then I hollered at my other dude, Real. I was like, yo, what time is wreck at the, uh, at the Y? He's like, yo, Tuesday, Thursday, come through. I'm like, all right, bet. I can throw some hooping in there that yeah. can supplement some of this cardio you know what I'm saying get active right you know what I'm saying be six pack ready by black tie yeah and then I get the news my boy blew a tire and I was like skirt <laughs> yeah make you rethink huh back to the table make sure make sure the X and O's meet up man listen thinking about doing some yoga instead <laughs> Yo, sir I, I, I'm really wanting to try some yoga man I really think I I think I think the stretching and the you know core mm-hmm. all that will really benefit. I know it would be hard on a big guy to do yoga, but I definitely would try. Hey man. Well, speaking of basketball, man, I got to shout out my alma mater real okay. quick. Then Trywood running Rams. Okay. Took care of LeBron's uh, St. Vincent, St. Mary. LeBron wasn't playing, was he? Nah, he, <laughs> he took, took, the, took the night off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other but, responsibilities uh, going we on. Gave him that work, hundred to sixty-one. Mm. So that was a good Straight win smoothie. for the. For the alma mater, man, it's it's crazy. I can remember when I was like like junior high, there was these these twins, the Blanton twins. They were big in the mid nineties for Trotwood, you know, all everything. And uh, one of their one 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 of their sons is now playing for Trotwood. Wow. And he's like one of the stars. I saw him on the highlights, giving it to cats, and this is make you like, man, I done watched I'm on my second round of Blanton's. That's crazy, man. Yeah, shout to the alma mater, man. Speaking of that show, my high school, Cleveland Heights High Tigers. What up, though? Class of '97. I see (laughs) y'all. They're playing at the Flying to the Hoop. People that aren't familiar with Flying to the Hoop is a big. It's the second biggest tournament, uh, high school basketball tournament uh, in the country. It takes place right here in Dayton at the Trent Arena. Um, So schools from all over, man. You get your shoot. You get St. V. You get uh, teams from. Georgia, you get uh, Huntington Prep, you know, you get uh, Bishop Moore Gorman from out there in Vegas. You get all those type of big schools out there. So my high school is going to be playing uh, Centerville today, Sunday at 1 o'clock. So I'll be up there representing. And you say how time flies, man. A guy that used to play on the high school basketball team while I was there, uh, Jeremy Holmes, he's now the head coach. Crazy. So, you know what I'm saying? You see a dude that was a couple years ahead of me, now the head coach at yeah. the school, you know what I'm saying, he went on to play at Pitt, you know what I'm saying, did some uh, overseas hooping, and now he's back coaching the alma mater, man. So, like I tweeted out, man, I don't get home as much as I like to, but it's good to see my high school in a big tournament like this coming down here, so I'm definitely going to be in the yeah. field for that. And also, a young homie uh, plays football, Jalen Harris, he just committed to Ohio State to play football. So, dope, you know dope. what I'm saying? Four-star receiver, number one receiver in the state of Ohio, going to the Ohio State University dope. from oh, my high school. Oh, hey. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we need some big receivers at the Buckeye land. <laughs> Real quick. Short I'll, dudes ain't doing so well right now. I want to touch on a funny flying to the hoop story. And I want to talk on something you just talked about. About, being, about being a young coach. So, I think it was the first, if not second, year of flying to the hoops being here, right? Smoke was still living here. We wanted to go because Chris Wright at the time, Tribal mm. was was playing in it, I believe. I was like, when they was playing like out at uh, uh, Trinaria and Vandalia. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, but that was Vandalia that year. Mm-hmm. And uh, I Googled the, the tournament, called over, pretended like I was some like recruit. You know, I was like, 
I was like, I'm from uh, Kent State, you know, trying to come down with, a, you know, check out the tournament. It it, it it popped off. I got two passes. Wow. Me and Smoke sitting like in the in the like plush seats, first second row. <laughs> Coach uh, Patino uh, Paterno came. He was there. I saw uh, what's the dude that used to be on TV all the time. Went to Ohio State, played ball. I can't think. Jimmy of Jackson. The, no, the other. Uh, oh, Clark Kellogg. Yeah, there you go. We Cleveland was, boy. Yeah, we were sitting too. by him, chopped it up with him. So it was dope just to kind of wiggle in there on some free. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Got that off. But I wanted to ask you, man, I just saw the L.A. Chargers now. <laughs> had, to, had to think about that. Their coach, he yeah. is 31 years old, bro. Bruh. Could you imagine coaching an NFL team at 31, bro? Hell no. Do you know what I was doing at 31, though? <laughs> exactly. Like, I just can't believe they would give, you know, and in a city like L.A., I mean, you're going to be, <laughs> the, 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 well, gonna be I the man. Say, I would say it like this. I would think someone that is 31 years old and they get the responsibility to be a head coach, I pretty much would think he would have his shit buttoned up. Like, this is probably something yeah. I don't know him like that. I didn't do the research me like neither. that. But <laughs> I just I would heard this morning. They said he'd been uh, in coaching since he was like 22 years old. So, you know what I'm saying? He's got years of experience Man. being coaching and being around uh, other players and things like that. So, I guess they're trying to take that whole, hey, man, he can relate to these guys right. type of appeal. And I, you know what? I actually like it just for the simple fact that you don't get to recycle coaches type of thing. Yeah. Man. You know, you just go, oh, man, he got fired two years ago from Kansas City. So, now he's going to be the coach of the Rams. You know what I'm saying? Jeff Fisher, he done had his chance. Like, you know, all these other coaches, like, let's get some new blood in there. Right. Let's try something different. I like it for that aspect, you right. know. And the thing about it, he's still older than every, almost every player on his team. And they like, so I don't really have a big problem with it. Yeah. It's, it's actually motivational for it. And actually, I think I messed up. I think it's the Rams that he's coaching because I think okay. the Chargers have the new black coach now that I think okay. about it. Yeah, from Buffalo, I yeah. think. Okay. But I, I just saw it this morning on the way out, man. It just, I just couldn't imagine, like, getting – you have to start somewhere in coaching because everything mm-hmm. with coaching is a referral, is a, I know someone. But to be 31 and be able to be at that level of it already, like that's that's dope. He knew Bear. at a young age that uh, yeah, that crossover wasn't for him. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to get to this coaching, so that's dope. Man, listen here, bro. I I mean, I knew what I wanted to do, but to be responsible enough to actually do it, yeah, that's a, those are two totally different things. I, man. I commend young people with their shit together because it took me a little while just to even want to have my shit together. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> It took me a minute, so. It's a lot of want to in that type yeah, of stuff, you, man. Yeah, you got to want it. Absolutely, man. So, Friday. Whew. It's going down, man. The 20th. Mm. January 20th. It's so hard. The world is officially going to change. To say goodbye. President-elect Trump is going to take oath. He's taking office on a Friday. He in there, man. He in there. We like it or not, he in there, man. Yeah, man. I can remember... When President Obama, his his inauguration was actually on MLK Day. Yep, I remember that. We were into March. We was watching it downtown. With everybody was all pumped up and charged up. This is just a beautiful sight, man. To see people come together, man. What are things going to be like on Friday, man? What do you think, man? Speaking back on Obama real quick, man. My heart that whole entire time felt like. That game winning free throw with no time on the clock. Like, I just felt nervous for him because of all the yeah. hoopla of people going to be trying to kill him and, you know, just all that was going around. The first black president, people didn't like it. Like, that that hate then hate real. was real. The hate for Trump is as equal 
if not greater than. Yeah. So like, not saying that you know I I worry for his safety per se, but like, I just think people are so angry with it all yeah. that I mean we have all these you know shootings in airports and just I mean just crazy things in the world. I mean like, I got I worry for those type of things because like. All it takes is at one time, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When they be walking through the streets like they happy, you know, hopefully they got it locked down like they say they do. But, I mean, we we, we got to get ready for it. We got to we gotta not, not necessarily accept the fact that he's our president, but we got to just make him accountable, man. People got to get involved. We always say this all the time. You know, I'm I'm one of the ones that, that say it and might not, pre- it might not have uh, practiced what I preached as much. But uh, I'm really trying to just stay involved with it as far as knowing what's going on you know researching some of the people he has in his cabinet man mm-hmm. some of the things that they have you know been against it's kind of scary you know but all in all man it's, it's gonna happen so now all, all we can do is hold them accountable man absolutely and i would encourage uh people that actually voted for trump to do what you said you know hold them accountable you know exactly those uh jobs at carrier that Still got lost, even though, you know what I'm saying, he promised that they wouldn't get lost if he was elected president. Those drops still were taken away from those people. So, I mean, before he even got in office, promises were negated. So, you know, hold them accountable. And as we we as citizens have to do our research, most importantly, because we got to know what's right for our family and what's going on with us so we can make the correct decision because some— you know, hey, some of the things that he's saying could adapt to you. He could rock with some right. of his rhetoric. You know what right. I'm saying? Just because, you know, he has a hate speech, in my opinion, right. doesn't necessarily mean that everything he says is going to be wrong or you shouldn't jump to any conclusion. You know what I'm saying? At this point, more or less, we have to give him a chance because we really have no other choice. Right. But, you know— like I remember, I remember. I'm gonna take care of the vets. I'm gonna take care of the vets. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's time. Uh-huh. So like that's that's my thing. You know, like I'm keeping that in the mental. You know, pushing that with people. Like, you know, I work at the VA, and it's crazy, man. The people that you deal with, man, you really deal with some special. I don't give a fuck individuals, man. Like mm-hmm. they really just out there mentally. Man, I had somebody call to make an appointment. And I was scheduling them for, you know, our next available at, at the time, which was Friday. Mm-hmm. And the lady's like, oh, wait, that's the that's the inauguration, isn't it? And I'm like, I'm not sure. You know, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm riding just seeing where she's at with it. She's like, I know I can't have it. I'm going to have to be home for that. I got to see that. She was like, are you a Trump supporter? I'm like, man, you like morning appointments or afternoon appointments? <laughs> we're not about to go there right now because right. it, it won't be uh, pretty. Right. I don't know how to talk about that in a professional manner. Right. <laughs> so I kind of avoid that as a whole. But we got to get ready, man. Absolutely, gotta man. got to get ready. And, uh, you know what I'm saying? I got a little something planned on the uh, noon throwback uh, yeah. for the uh, for the inauguration. <laughs> so uh, keep it locked to Hot 129 on the yeah. Hot 129 mobile app at noon for the noon throwback. And uh, hopefully I won't get uh, fired for what I do. So <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it. The Obama speech. You yes, know. sir. That next that next day, I think I had uh, left work early or something, but I was in the car and just like, oh, perfect. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was watching in the studio. I, I made, I had something planned. I believe it was like Mary J. Bly's birthday. I had my Mary J. joints all lined up. I was like, nah, just gotta switch this up. We'll, we'll throw one Mary joint in, but uh, right. we gotta get this in right about now. Gotta get that in. Gotta yeah, that get was that dope. In. That was dope. 
So I got a question for you, man. Yes. You're a DJ. Yes, sir. I'm a radio guy, so to speak, and I we both love music, but we aren't as young as we used to be. True. So how do you stay young with the music? Man, you have to stay active and you have to stay vigilant as a DJ at all times. Like you have that that's the whole thing about talking about last week going out. You know, like when I go out, I'm trying to have a good time with whoever I'm out with or whoever mm-hmm. I'm mingling with, but I'm always thinking of how I can improve me. Right. And it could be the simple of hearing someone play a song and it rings with you that that would go well with another song. So now you got a blend in mind that you want to try. You know, like just any little any little thing that you can keep yourself hot, you know, you you, you try to do. So the whole thing about trying to stay vigilant, trying to, you know, go out and have a good time, but I can't. It's the same, man. Like you have to you have to be able to always be on. Mm-hmm. So that way when it's your time, you're ready to be on. Like right. You always have to make sure you're keeping up, listening to, you know, the hot, you know, the hot DJs, um, hot, you know, areas in the New Yorks, the Atlantas, the LAs, you know, like you gotta make keep up. Just keep up. And then also with the uh, record pool I belong to, mm-hmm. those are really cool because the one I'm with was, uh, is uh, Funk Flexes. Yeah. And his, um, they stay with a lot of, you know, majority of it I would say is is New York, Atlanta. You know, there'd be some West Coast, mm-hmm. you know, anything that's hot, hot, you know. But, like, you can get into some independent artists on there. You can get into some, you know, they always keep the throwbacks coming. So, yes, sir. So one day you on there and you see meth, meth and red man, you know, clean. Like, oh, I need to grab that mm-hmm. for the, for the you know, for the weddings I do when – you know, I can really get something off. So, I mean, it's a nonstop job, man. Nonstop. You got to just stay with it because the, the worst thing for a DJ, a DJ to do is take a few weeks off because he just want to turn everything off and relax. Right. Because now you're playing catch-up. Mm-hmm. You, you take a month off and I go on to Franchise Record Pool, I got 150 new songs to go through. Been there. And, and <laughs> if, if you want to do it right, you go through it. You listen it. Oh, this is hot, you know, looking for other places to see if it's moving around. And you know, it takes some time to go through all that. So you always got to stay with it or you're going to be playing catch up. I like I listen to a lot of music and I also look at it as uh, how I don't want to become old. I don't want to become that guy like, well, back in my day, because a real good friend of mine, Kelly, he always says something along the lines of don't let nostalgia cloud your vision of today. And, you know. Just like most people from my generation, if somebody asked me who the best basketball player of all time, Michael Jordan. Right. No matter what LeBron does, yeah. no matter what Kobe did, LeBron, or it's always MJ. It's yeah. always MJ, and that's just just the way it is. It's the way it's going to be. And even though I didn't see basketball before, uh, 1985 is going to be Michael Jordan. Yeah. But I try not to let that cloud my vision of what's going on today. I want to give props to people of today. But it's so hard because when you see things of today, you say, well, damn, it was a lot harder from what I remember. Yeah. Like, you know, these dudes get to the rim with ease. There's no punishment for coming into the lane. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that can't go. You used to hold go, your breath coming to the lane. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're not coming to the lane like that on Charles Oakley, bro. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just sorry, yeah. man. Like, Curry's not getting all this stuff. 
Kyrie's not getting all these double-handed curls right. off. It's just not going to happen, dog. How many you times have you tried to reverse under the rim and got clocked in the neck? You know, yeah. like, I mean, we've all been there. If but, you, pl- you know, hoop. Absolutely. <laughs> but in the same breath, I have to be like, well, it's a different game. It's a new day. Right. It's more free-flowing. It's bigger guys out there. They're, they're spreading the floor. So you have to give respect to those dudes, too. So I find it's a real tug of war with me, man, yeah. on how I look at a lot of things, man, especially sports-wise and damn sure music-wise. Yeah, like for me, man, like the hardest thing I have, the hardest thing I can compare that to what you're talking about is like with football, like how football has changed with these refs and these judgment calls mm, and mm. and was he hit? You know, was he sliding? Was he hit below the, the knee? Like, it just, it, it's so much stuff that, like, for, for somebody that's played sports, I mean, it's hard to visualize someone sprinting towards someone on the <laughs> sideline yep. and have to stop from making contact with them because they'll get a penalty. Like, like, like to me, that sounds like more ACL, MCL injuries than just taking a hit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, like, you, you're, you're asking somebody of 300 pounds, 270, 250, whatever, linebacker, lineman, to, you know, stop, you know, and it's like, it, and then don't even get on the DB side of the ball with hitting a receiver and defenseless. I mean, it's like, they the game has changed, you know? Yeah. You, you have to accept that. But then on the same token, we was kind of, we're kind of right in the middle of it, our mm-hmm. generation. You know, we we grew up watching the hard, you know, the knockout hits. The he got jacked up. The getting bridged in the games, and I mean, like you know, you, you we watched that hard Pistons basketball from the you know eighties and nineties. I mean, we we watched all that, and then to see how the sports are now, man, it's like you got to just accept the fact that. The the six ten center might be able to hit an eighteen footer now. I mean, Boogie Cousins out here <laughs> blazing threes, bro. I'm, yeah, it's it's just different, and he the best big man in the league right now. Yeah, man. And I'll just wonder. So, you don't want to call this generation soft, but you know, I remember when in the nineties, like watching basketball, nineties and two thousands, watching basketball the whole season. I've become one of those people that says, "Eh, wake me up." In March yeah. for the NBA season. That's when I get dialed in. Like, yeah. of course, I watch the Cavs here and there. I watch the big games that come on. But locked in to major games and each and every game that comes on, holla at me in March. Holla at me after yeah. the trade deadline and the NBA All-Star weekend. It's just, it just is, man. Right. Like, even for me now, man, there's only a few sports that I – and I passionately love all sports, man. Like, I really can – sit and watch a soccer match. I can sit and watch water polo during the Olympics. I can sit. I just like sports, period. But, like, to sit through a whole baseball season is not going to happen mm. anymore for me. To even sit through an NBA season, like, when it's when it's NBA and, and football on or NBA and, and college basketball on, like, college basketball for me, I've kind of slowed down because some of the people that I might have grown up with or – might have been from the area, from the region that you just, you know, Daquan Cook followed along the way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, those people aren't around. You don't know these people. Like, you might have had the, you know, ability to know a high school friend. or Right. You know? So it's just like the want to follow that for the whole season is like, uh. But you keep up with it. You might read the box scores. You might mm-hmm. watch the sports centers. Oh, you got you to gotta stay yeah. with the box stores, yeah. baby. Yeah, <laughs> you got to keep up. But, like, you don't really turn it on to, like, okay, well – 
Okay, football over now. It's February. <laughs> Let me get deep into this college basketball now. Yeah, man, it's me, almost time. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We in the middle of the NFL playoffs. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to talk about over. what you looking like well, right now. Well, you know, now. I got to represent, man. I'm, I'm, I'm talk about what you looking like. For people that don't know, man, I'm over here representing. <laughs> I got my Cleveland Heights High School alumni mm. t-shirt on. Them Tigers, baby. I need a ketchup then, bottle. <laughs> I got my Steelers <laughs> brim on because you know what I'm saying? We are in the playoffs and we got a major game versus Kansas City. Yeah, you be black man. and yellowed out, man. Yeah, I got to represent, man. You know what I'm saying? That's what I do, man. You know? Got to represent the, the squad and the home team, man. So I really wanted to ask you this. This popped up in my head. Uh, last week, man, things that everybody goes through, man, people get embarrassed. Yeah. What are some of your most embarrassing moments to happen to kill a cat? Well. I know mine, uh, number yeah. one, without a doubt. Without a doubt, I know mine. I have two very strong ones. Okay. I still get, you know, like. I still stutter from time to time. So, like, mm-hmm. when I'm in, like, a big room talking or if I'm, like, at a wedding and I'm, like, stutter a second, it's almost like you get that, like, childhood feeling of, like, stuttering. Right. You know, it's like, shit, slow down, Kevin. You know, like, you got to get yourself through it. So those sometimes are embarrassing for someone that stuttered their whole life. But as you get older, you know, and you've worked on it, you know, it doesn't happen as frequently and you're not, and it's not, like, day-ruining embarrassment. Right. But, uh... I do have a I do have a very embarrassing story. Um, <laughs> by far the most embarrassing moment of my life was my twenty first birthday. Ooh. By far, it was bad. It was real bad. Shots, shots, yeah. Shots, I was shots, uh, shots. I was in the army, uh, Fort Sill, Oklahoma. Um, my buddies, you know, they was all knew my birthday was coming. You know, they had you know a good night planned. <laughs> uh, they had invited some chicks over. We had probably. I would say eight chicks and four dudes kicking it. It was a board game called Pass Out. Obviously, you should know the game called Pass Out. You might not want to play that on your 21st birthday. But at 21, you're not thinking like that. So, playing the game, you know, pre-gaming, get hammered. Now, the club is probably an eight-minute walk from his house. So, we just walk to the club, per se. So, we walk in there. I'm drunk, you know, whatever. Pay to get in. That's all I remember is paying to get in <laughs> and walking straight to the bathroom. Oh, So I'm in the bathroom losing my life. Yeah. And someone who either recognized me or I was saying, go get whoever. I was like, your man's in there, you know, losing his, losing his load. Yeah. So I'm laid out in this nasty ass bathroom, number one. That's pretty, you know, nasty in itself. Um, apparently got carried back to his house. And that was that, so I thought. <laughs> so they Oh, it gets better? Oh, it gets <laughs> terrible. So they all now mind you, I told you we had eight chicks and four dudes, right? Everybody it was everybody left stuff there, so everybody came back to the house. I'm passed out, apparently. So I wake so up So you've been told. Oh yeah. <laughs> the, the rest of the story is what I was told until I you know, until I re got it all. But I wake up that next morning, I am butt naked using my shoes as pillows on the floor. I wake up. There are people everywhere, like spread on couches, you know, chicks laying on dudes, sleep. Like, it's just it's just like people just knocked out, you know. Animal house style. So I must have went to bed at 1 and then went to bed at 6, you know, however that went. So I'm waking up at 7, 8 o'clock like, what the hell? 
So I'm like, you know, walking around trying to find my stuff. Nowhere to be found. I'm like, oh, these motherfuckers, okay. I want to play. <laughs> so I knew I had to do something drastic <gasps> to give them back. So me and my asshole ways <laughs> goes, grabs the water pitcher from the fridge and just tosses it on all these people on the couch. They wake up. Ah, you know, like, where the fuck is my clothes? <laughs> Y'all asshole. So they laughing. Ha, ha, ha. Wouldn't tell me where my clothes was, man. They made me drive back to base with no, I had a towel around my waist. That type of shit only happens in the movies. Terrible, 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 <laughs> terrible 21st birthday. I mean, I don't even know what happened. Like, Did you when, ever get your shit back? I mean, they, well, the next the next time I went over there, miraculously, my stuff was like, you know, folded up, oh, ready for me to pick up, you know. Like the dry cleaners. Yeah, yeah, so they took care of it, but it was just a matter of they was like, just being assholes to me, man. It, it, it was rough. It was a rough 21st birthday. Man. Rough. Never forget it. <laughs> man. I actually got two, and uh, I'll, I'll say the second one for the best for last. Very similar to uh, your 21st birthday, man. I don't know where the hell I went <laughs> or what the hell I did, but was out, had a homie's night out, and I'm over the age of 21. So, you know, we go out wherever the hell we went get wasted so i come home you know what i'm saying she's the girlfriend at the time the wife now she's in a bed knocked out i come in the house loud <laughs> as hell stumbling all over the place <laughs> fall into the bed fully dressed just just land on her head, land on her head she's like hey nigga what the hell <laughs> uh, <laughs> like oh goodness so sometime during the middle of the night I get up to go to the bathroom, come back to bed, wake up. I go into the uh, spare bedroom, you know what I'm saying, put my stuff in the hamper, finally wake up. I'm still kind of fucked up. I'm like, (laughs) what's that smell? What the hell is that smell? (laughs) So it's the winter time. So I got my uh, spare rims in the spare bedroom. Mm -hmm. They wrapped in plastic or whatever. I'm like, why is that? Why is that wet? <laughs> Apparently, I thought my rims were the toilet. Uh, so I pissed uh, <laughs> into the plastic of the rims. So I it's like, and you know one of them drunk pisses, bruh. And I'm like trying to Where get the bag. you can watch a whole World Star video. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get the bag to get it to the toilet. And so I'm spilling shit all on myself because oh, I'm still kind of drunk, but I'm a, I'm aware of what's going on, spilling it on the carpet. Uh, and so she wakes up, like, "What are you doing?" Because like, I got the bag. It's like, "What the hell is that?" It's like, "Oh my god, is that pee?" It's like, "I think so." It's like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" So eventually, I get the baking soda. I'm out here scrubbing the carpet. We light saw it. It's just disgusting, oh, bro. So yeah, I've been there. I've had one of those episodes. That's terrible. Bro. But by That's terrible. Far, thank goodness it was just me and her. But now yeah. the whole world knows that. Yeah, I pissed in the tire. Shouts out to me. But by far the most embarrassing moment of my life, man. I'm eh, probably sixth grade. It's a I'm tough time gonna... to be having your most embarrassing yeah, moment. Yeah, man. It's a tough time. Very embarrassing moment. <laughs> Middle school. Mm. You know, uh, this is girl. 
one of the baddest. No, forget that. Not one of the. She was the baddest in our grade. Period. Point blank. Hands down. Actually, seen her on the gram recently too. Not still gonna got put it. her name out there, but uh, still got it. Uh, she she still got it. Salute to her. She's still definitely dope, man. Text me that one. Yeah, absolutely. I'll definitely show you a picture. Uh, so you know. For people that may not know, man, I was a very shy kid growing up. Extremely shy. Like I would I would only talk to like my group of like three friends. Like I would not talk to anybody else. People like used to think I was weird as hell because <laughs> I just wouldn't talk unless I was like in a group setting where we're playing a sport. I really just kept to myself, like, man, what the hell is wrong with him? He does not talk. Right. Like and my homeboys be like, man, he talk all the time. When he around us, he don't shut up. <laughs> but he just don't know y'all. He's, he's a shy dude. And that's just what it is. And I struggle with that now as a grown adult, like, you know, having to do speeches for work. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? It's crazy because I actually work on radio, so I have to talk for a living. But it is what it is. Um, So finally started mustering up the nerve to talk to this girl, you know. And people would notice me talking to a girl. And like, oh, man, Kev's talking. He's talking. <laughs> and he's not only talking, he's talking to a girl. Right. Not only a girl, the baddest girl in our <laughs> class. Okay, Kev, we see you. So, you know, this is over, you know what I'm saying, the course of weeks. I'm building up the nerve, the courage to, you know, yeah. have conversations. Talk to her at lunch. Talk to her in class. You're like, okay, this is, this is going in the right direction. Get a couple pep talks from Big Bro. Like, look, man, you got to break out of this shell, man. Like, you in middle school now, dude. Things are going to start speeding up for you here very quickly if you don't get your shit together. I'm like, okay, I got you. I'm going to do it. So I'm forcing myself to talk to her. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, you know, hey, maybe we can hang out or something like that. She's like, yeah, we can do that. So, hey, we hang out a little bit after school. We talk on the phone. Things are going, going great. I'm thinking, like, this is about to be... The best thing ever to happen to a kid like me. I almost you know forgot this is one of the most embarrassing stories of your life. Yeah, yeah, so this yeah. Is, it was it's, it's sounding good, yeah, man. Things are something about the up something about the crash, up, man. So you know, <laughs> one of those quality questions. Hey, will you go with me? I finally muster up the nerve to ask that. She says yes. This is like <laughs> on a Monday. This is on a Monday. Like this is going to be the best week ever. <laughs> You know what? We're going to plan something and hang out on Friday. I'm going to get my bike over house. Blah, 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 blah. By Friday, I've done something or <laughs> something middle school related. Hey, maybe I've done something, didn't hold the door open for her, didn't talk to her enough, didn't call her right back. Right. Didn't get that stro- strawberry ice cream for lunch. Exactly. So she goes up to the pencil sharpener. Me, hey, opportunity to go talk to her. I go to the pencil sharpener too, talk to her, blah, blah, blah. She turns around with this look like, nigga, back up. <laughs> like, you invade my personal <laughs> space. She's like, you know what? You've been acting like this all week. You fired. <laughs> loud as hell. Now, it's loud and everybody. <laughs> but to me, in my head, it did one of those echo effects. You fired, 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 <laughs> fired, fired, fired. And everything slowed down. And she was like. And then I could just see everybody just all eyes on all me. eyes on me. Mm. And I never forget. I will put his name out here. <laughs> and he we boys on Facebook too. My boy Barry Hamilton. <laughs> he stood up and pointed at me like <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget that uh, a day in my life, dog. I was just like That's what started the laughs, huh? <sighs> yeah. Terrible. It was much like dude on the Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it felt to me in my head, bro. Ugh. 
And I was just standing there like, like, are you serious? Did this just happen to me? Did the baddest girl in our class just fire me <laughs> in front of everybody? At lunch. No, in class. Oh, in, oh, in, a in class? the classroom. Oh. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So intimate. Man. Just enough for the word to spread. Oh, did it spread, bro? Terrible. Did it spread, man? <laughs> yeah, man. That happened, man. That's terrible, brother. Damn. Mm. I have to definitely show you that pic. <laughs> Shots out to her for keeping it going, man. <laughs> that is terrible. Yeah. Uh, I felt like I was there. <laughs> felt like I was there, brother. Great story. So, if we got any middle school <laughs> listeners out there, <laughs> keep your head up. It happens to the best of yeah, us, man. Yeah, man, you got to take a couple falls, man, <laughs> to know what it feels down, like. We get yeah. back up. Ain't that what they say? Got to know what it feels like. Hey, man. I also had another question for you, man. Is Drizzy a legend? Is Drake a legend? Yes. Point blank, yes. Drake is a legend, man. Drake changed the game. Well, okay, Drake, Drake made it cool to be a singing rap dude, mm-hmm. number one. That wasn't really the hottest, you know, like, that wasn't the push from any label for any artist, you know, when Drake kind of started that off. I mean, other people had similar, maybe melodicness to it, but Drake really will sing a whole album and he will rap, you know, so he kind of made that his thing. I mean, he's done some things sales-wise that's unbelievable as far as keeping, you know, number one hits. And yeah. I, he... He has to be, man. He even like we talked about, like even the whole he he refined like the art of co-signing. Yep. I mean, like even when you like Drake will let somebody that's hot that he know about to have something hot, he will hop on that. Just it might look like he helping the next man, <laughs> uh-uh. and he might be even giving a helping hand, like a little get up off the floor pickup. You know, but he knows the way. He know that that's gonna keep him hot next summer. Yep. When that hot song is hot next summer, so Drake has changed that because he'll co-sign you if you hot. Like now, to get co-signed by somebody, you mean like you next versus mm-hmm. versus meaning somebody from the block that I'm just trying to you know help. Like it's it's, it's helping him really more than it's helping the new dude. Yeah. Because he already established. And what makes it dope when he does a uh, remix to Versace by Migos or the McConan mm-hmm. joint, you know what I'm saying? He's remixing it, but he ain't getting the check then. His check is on the back end. Right. You know what I'm saying? To be able to, you know, I've never even heard the Versace regular version. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? The only Versace joint I've ever heard was the one with Drake. I've never heard the McConan joint regular. Only right. one with Drake. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so he's making those joints billboard hits. He's making those number one songs with the cosign, and then those other dudes are able to catch the wave. I will say he's a legend. Reluctantly, I will say it. Yeah. But he's definitely a legend. Not only for what he does musically, and obviously his sales are through the roof, man. Like he said on the song, man, I should sign a hit, boy, because I got all the hits, boy. Yeah. But he's a legend because he's bagging J-Lo. <laughs> Yo, I was about to say. I was about to say, he is on my light-skinned Mount Rushmore for sure. He is definitely a legend because he his 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 uh, ran-through list, man, he got a couple of uh, gems, we'll say. Let's take a look at this, man. Let's take a look at this. Obviously, you know what I'm saying, the new thing is J-Lo. $100,000 necklace. Man, listen. Got he ain't, J-Lo, he ain't playing bro. with him either. I mean, Puff. He ain't playing with him. 
Puff was with J-Lo. You know what I'm saying? Jimmy <laughs> from the block. If you with J-Lo, you have to be a legend, bro. Yeah. J-Lo's a legend. Exactly. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? You got to be a legend. Rihanna. Mm. Bad girl Riri. So let's just stop there and, and, and just recap. J-Lo and Rihanna. Yeah. Okay. You want to We take, only got two. Yeah. We ain't even out the same probably three years yet. You want to take it to stripper route. <laughs> you got Malaya. Mm. Houston's finest. Mm. Man, listen. <laughs> this boy is a legend. Look my, at here. My light-skinned brother, man. He got a, <laughs> Mount Rushmore for sure, man. He, Fuck the music. <laughs> this dude's got some bad girls. He has been back. Serena? Ser- oh! <laughs> Let's not trip. Serena a little a little weird on the snap, but lights off and the music playing is probably pretty dope. Hey man, so Drizzy, <laughs> I may not always agree with you what you do musically, boy, but uh, you a legend in my book, bro. <laughs> yes sir. Yes sir. Shots out to Toronto, man. Boys is winning right yeah, now, man. man. He is a legend, man. But I mean, that that was like the other half of it too. Like so much he's done musically and. The, it's always that next Drake song. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. same old Drake. Two months later, you on Snap with that same Drake in the background doing it. Th- I mean, it's just you. It's not one of those things. Almost like Trump, but not as much. <laughs> like you accept it that it's here. It ain't going nowhere. And I mean, eventually, you hope it's dope. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, let people behind the curtain a little bit. You know, what I'm saying I'm an assistant program director at the radio station and. The way we program music is very difficult, man, because, you know, we have categories where we place music and how we schedule the music, man. There's so many Drake records, you know what I'm saying? There's been cases where we schedule the music for the day and things like that, and then there'll be a segment where we have back-to-back Drake records. So then we have to go fix that. Like, well, we have to play this song X amount of times. And this is a gold record, so people still request the song, so we want to play this Drake record. So we have to manipulate our music logs because there's so many Drake records. There's so many Drake records. We have to wait to play a Drake record because the other Drake record is on fire so much. Yeah. Like, well, shit, we got five of them in rotation. <laughs> even, we even, gonna have to, this one's going to have to wait, bro. Sorry. <laughs> like, what you want, man? We even can't when he had like the one dance, the controller, he had those hot... And then he was on some future tracks. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it's like it's like you say. <laughs> yeah, like when I go through my iTunes top 100, you know, I didn't have to scroll down, and I would see four, five Drake songs in mm-hmm. that top 20, 30 songs that you know that that pop up. You know? That boy's a problem, man. He stays with it, man. You know, and I know we got a new album getting ready to drop. I mean, people. Summer, I summer really, coming. I wasn't I can't really wait a for big, this new music. Boy. <laughs> I wasn't really a big fan of views. But, you know what I'm saying, he had hit singles. Mm-hmm. And hit singles nowadays take you a lot further than a hit album. It's yeah. just the way it is, man. When I was going through my music, getting ready for New Year's gig, I was telling you I took the time to go through A to Z. Mm-hmm. Man, when I got to Drake, I was at work, like, going <laughs> through it. And I got to the you know that portion, I'm like, oh, I can't do this here. <laughs> like, I won't have enough time to go through all these Drakes and put them where I want to put them. And when I, you know, went home and got settled and picked back up, man, it was like a party in my house. And it wasn't even like I was just kind of like not really shocked, but just like, damn, he got some hits. 
like I was going through them. And when I'm when I'm doing this, you know, the family is still there. They're doing family stuff. So kids is playing. They come in hearing a song. They like they start dancing. Mm-hmm. The wife is cleaning up or doing something. She whistling a song or singing a song. You know, and this is like, man, I'm just, and I'm running through them quick, just trying to listen and put them places. Not like going through whole songs, but just yes, bruh, hits, <laughs> hits. That boy it's got hits, man. It was on tour with Future, man. That was one of the highest grossing hip-hop tours of all time. So he's definitely a legend, man. So yeah. shout out to Drizzy, man. Absolutely. So speaking of Drizzy, it's time for that top five. Top five, top five, top five. One, two, three, four, five. I got five on it. I plead the fifth. He keeps asking me to give him a high five. High five. I'm going to give you to the count of five. One, two, three, four, five. Absolutely, man. But this week's top five is very difficult. It was challenging. As you text me back, man, you was like, yo, you gave me homework for the week. Man, <laughs> listen, I'm still missing one or two. <laughs> nah, I got it. Like you, it was tough, bro. Yeah, man. It, it, this it was, was definitely tough, tough man. So this week's tough. top five is top five rappers of this generation not named Drake, Kendrick, or J. Cole. How tough was now, this for you, bro? Now, I did have a question for yeah. you. This generation. This generation. Can you define this generation? Um, I would say this generation, if you got a song that you can consider a, a throwback, you don't count. So a 2 chains doesn't count to me. Yeah. Because, I mean... Cause he got some titty order. boy. Yeah, he was a titty boy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So he's he's been on he's been in the game for a long time, man. Yeah, he's got songs with Luda. He's got songs with Shauna. You know what I'm saying? Duffel bag boy. Believe it or not, that was like 06. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that he doesn't count. I respect the hell out of him. Right. I mean, he but he, he, his blow up was this generation, but he's been in the game for a minute. He's been getting bags yeah. for a minute. Shout yeah. out to Two Chain. Absolutely. Man. Absolutely. Still. Still. Still one of the flies too, man. I mean, his, yeah, his snaps and insties, man, I follow all the time. Yeah, man. So this was very tough for me, man. Extremely tough, Thank man. Thank God I went first last week. <laughs> okay, I'm about to pull I'm about to pull a U. I'm definitely about to pull a U right now. Okay, some honorable mentions that I gotta get off my chest before because I know DJ OPZ and my boy J Mac will kill me if I didn't say this name. Chance the rapper. Chance the Rapper is an honorable mention for me simply because I've only listened to one Chance album. Only listened to Coloring Book. I have okay. not gone back and listened to any other music. Okay. So that's why he's only on my honorable mention. So shout out to Chance. I do like Coloring Book. Don't think it was the greatest album of all time like a lot of other people think. I rocks with it. I rocks with Chance. He is definitely honorable mention. So another honorable mention for me is Dave East. He's got bars. He Dave got bars. Dave was he's on my honorable. He's he on almost my had honorable. a five spot for me. Almost. He's got bars <laughs> for sure. For sure. But yes. just like Chance, I haven't gone deep into his Agreed. catalog to Agreed. be able to be like, okay, I definitely rock with this dude. I know he makes good albums or mixtapes or whatever. So those are my two honorable mentions. Respect them dudes. I need to do more work on my part to see where they at. Yeah. So Number five. <laughs> and this is probably a debatable one because depending on what generation of music you come from, you could say this dude isn't from this generation. But for now, you can tell me if he is or isn't. Future. On my list. Because my some list. people will say he's not from this generation because he has 
uh, credits with you I mean credits with Outcast. Right. Yeah, it does have credits with Outcast from back in the day. But so, you didn't know the name Future until. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> unless you like future. one of them super yeah. hip hop heads that read the credits and you crazy with it, you didn't know that. Yeah. So he's number five for me. Number four was a very difficult choice because much like Future, her list goes back a ways. And I did hear about her back in the day, but her come up and her actually being on wasn't until more recently. You got to salute Nikki, man. You gotta salute Nikki. As much as she stalled, yes, you have to give her credit for what she accomplished. Yeah, I can. I can say that I probably will never buy a Nicki Minaj album, but me working at the radio station, I get the album, so yeah. I listen to it. And she got tons of hits, man. Yeah, tons of hits. And you know that whole question about who's writing for her—that's gonna—that's gonna filter its way out eventually. Somebody's gonna come to light and say, "Yo, I've been writing her stuff." Um, what's her old boyfriend name? Uh, Safari. Or Safari. Something? I don't believe you. Yeah. I don't believe you wrote her stuff. No, because whoever's writing her stuff raps way better than you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if if somebody's writing her stuff, she outraps you right. any day of the week. Speaking of Nikki, number three, my guy, Meek Millie. Meek Millie, my guy. Hey, Meek has to be on the list. And it's crazy. It's really about three songs. <laughs> that, but they're so huge. Hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm telling Y'all you. Y'all thought I was finished? Whenever you need that 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 timeout, you know, you, you need to re-up and get them back. <laughs> that is one that every DJ knows they'll be right back. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I really rock with that um, mixtape DC4. Yeah. Really like dreams and nightmares. I really, I'm a big Meek guy, man. So yeah. uh, I was one of the few dudes that was really rooting for Meek when he went up against Drizzy and failed misery. But Meek, you still my guy, man. <laughs> number two for me, very easy. This is a very easy number two pick I, for I, me. I, I hope we're at. I'll let you go. <laughs> Big Sean, man. Got to be easy pick for me, Gotta man. Be. I, I was thought it was gonna be a little difficult, but I was like, man, Big Sean, yeah. duh, like. The dude got good albums, banging singles, man, especially the new joint, Bounce Back. That's like, yeah. that's one of them joints that you get, you can wake up in the morning to bounce back. So, shouts out to Big Sean, man. I actually saw him on tour, um, I guess it was two summers ago. He was on the J. Cole tour and, and tore it down, man. That was when I gained a big respect for Big Sean. And actually got a new album get ready to drop in February called I Decided. So, looking forward to grabbing that joint. And number one for me, number one for me, on my humble opinion, Schoolboy Q. Schoolboy I'm a big Schoolboy Q. Q fan, man. Uh, the Oxymoron album, banging. Yeah. This uh, Blank Face album, banging. I know a lot of people don't like this uh, the gang-related talk that he does, but hey, I do. I enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I rock some Schoolboy Q. So, review my top five, Future, Nicki, Meek. Big Sean, Schoolboy Q. And yes, Schoolboy Q is number one, in my humble opinion, okay. out of those dudes, man. Shouts out to Schoolboy Q. I, I can rock with the Schoolboy. Schoolboy is on my list. He's not my number one, but I can feel that. Okay. My, um, I want to save my honorable mentions for last. Okay. All right. I'm going to dig right in. My number five is Chance the Rapper. Okay. To me, man, Chance, he uh, he's he, he's in that lane where... People are learning him, you know, mm-hmm. like he's he's not only was he underground for, you know, he had a little 
some time yeah to build but now he's with the you know Jimmy Fallon yeah he, man he performed at the Kit White Kat House commercials he cool with Barry O you know what I'm saying like come on man you gotta give Chance that five spot for the, <laughs> just 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 to being able to be in the White House and do his thing man um so he's my five man I I, I just rock with him four for me it's tough man but I have to put Schoolboy on that four <laughs> spot. <laughs> I wanted to put him up. I like his music. I like his just everything that he rocking with and how he doing it, man. I'm a fan of it. So I wanted him a little higher on my list, but didn't do that. Three for me is Future. That boy got hits, man. Future is he's yeah he's he's he keep him coming. <laughs> as hits, much as man. as much as you might feel as if it's. You know, repetitive and how that's, I mean, music sometimes. He fathered a style, man. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he is, people, young rappers are trying to rap like Future, man. We were trying to rap like Big and Nas and Pac. These niggas are trying to rap like Future. Yeah. Just let it be what it's going to be. That's a fact. <laughs> that's a fact. Uh, number two for me is Meek Mill. Millie! Uh, it was between him and uh, the one we talked about that I'll get to. But uh, Meek Mill, man, he, before this Drake punch, <laughs> yeah, he was like the. I mean, you got the I'm a boss. You got the dreams and nightmares. You got just some of the you know Khaled remixes he on versus. I mean, there's there's some stuff. I agree. There. I agree. I think if it wasn't for that Meek Drake situation, he probably would have been number one. Yeah, he he had to come back a little bit because that he took a blow, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and it's 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 there. I mean, and then. This, this, this here falling down. The, I mean, it's just stuff keeps happening to this guy that it's like. I respect him for that, though, <laughs> yeah, man. I respect he him posted for, for laugh, posting yeah. it, man. You got to be able to laugh at yourself, you man. Do. Much like we uh, talked about our most embarrassing yeah, moments, man. You got to be able to laugh at yourself. You can't take everything so serious, man. Absolutely. And then one, of course, man, I feel he's new enough to be, to be this. And he, as much as you feel like sometimes it's like, where are you at? Yep. He might have just been on the other side of the globe making some making some chips. It's Big Shine, man. Big Shine, Big Shine. When just even like being able to know the story of how it started, Mm -hmm. you know, the whole Kanye story at the radio station parking lot, like all that helped me become a fan of Big Shine, and then to see where it's been going, and it ain't stopped. And he's dabbled into the pop some. He's dabbled Mm -hmm. in, you know, he's making he's making bags where he needed to make bags. So I mean. He's my number one, man. I rise with Big Sean, man. Now I wanted to have okay honorable mentions. I like you know I like the honorable mentions almost yeah. better than the list. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, I wanted to have like the Callas and the Rosses in there, but the, okay. the longevity yeah, of man. them they've been around since I've been DJing. If you've been ten years in it, I was playing you at Cream, you know, heavy. Yeah. It's like I can't really you know put you on this new new list, but um, one that I really wanted to put on there, man, and it's. To be honest, man, like they've grown. I I didn't like them, but not Migos, man. I knew it. These boys is making hits, man. They Major making hit. hits. They are making hits, man. I mean, when you got people accepting awards at an eye, even though it was Danny Glover. I mean, whatever his name Donald is, Glover. everybody uh, calling yeah, Danny, Danny Glover. Glover. <laughs> I, I did. I saw that uh, clip where they was talking about Danny Glover and, and uh, Donald Glover, but. <laughs> It's Childish Gambino to me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I have a hard time calling him by his government. But, I mean, just to hear him shout out Bad and Bougie. Up to, <laughs> what, what, what was it, 
thousand, so, something yeah. crazy like that. And like even like the fight nights and you know some mm-hmm. of the other hits oh, they got, yeah. they got some hits, man. Like they really, I fuck with. I say they, but you know, I I just fuck with them, man. See, Migos, Migos, Migos. This is this is the question. Who is who? I have no that, idea who no. the fuck who yeah. is. That's that's why I said they. I said, <laughs> I, I, it's just Migos. Like I don't. I just know when I hear the name Migos on a track that I want to check it out, and it's been it's been pretty dope. I know it's Quavo. <laughs> Offset, fuck. Sorry, I don't know the other dude. <laughs> I knew name. it was Quavo. I don't even know Offset. Quavo, Offset. And I don't even know the other dude's name. No disrespect, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I couldn't tell you who was who. I would tell you if I seen him. Yeah. Speaking of them, real quick before we get the rest of your honorable mentions, man. I vegged out and I finally watched that show. Uh, Donald Glover's on uh, Atlanta. Migos has a cameo in Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good show. So. And and my last honorable mention I want to get real quick, man. I still want to put him on there. Like, he he had the five spot. He kind of, it was just a tough. Wiz, man. Mm. Wiz is still, Wiz is still, he's still producing music that's dope, man. And it was hard for me to not put him on my list, man. But I wanted him at the five. I, I left him off, man. But that would have been. Wiz, Wiz yeah. needs some love. Wiz needs some love. Cause he don't I get mean, that love. If we was just being some straight assholes, and be like money wise, that motherfucker has more money than all these niggas. <laughs> yeah, probably maybe not more than Nicki, but yeah, Wiz got some bread, man. Like Wiz has that that stoner stuff going on, yep. and the the crossover appeal. Like when he probably does the uh, festival circuit, car shows, and the, I mean he got to be just. He's got to be cleaning up, bro. And and he and if you notice, man, like a lot of his like vlogs he do and posts when he's like sharing that stuff, it be those events just as much as it be the arenas. Mm-hmm. You know, like he stay at a at a Miami lowrider, you know, whatever <laughs> car show or like you say, like the e- e- even the colleges and performing with Snoop when they did the West Coast. That West, they can just go up and down the West Coast and just be. Giants, you know, they don't the even Coachellas. have to. Yeah, man, they. Damn, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I had yeah. To, I had to get Wiz, Wiz some love. Yeah, that's a. <laughs> hey, Wiz get, is that guy, man. Wiz, Wiz is definitely that guy, man. Shots out to Wiz, man. I enjoyed that though. That was that was a fun assignment. Yeah, man. Top five rappers of this generation, not named Drake, Kendrick, or J Cole, because. That would have been too easy. <laughs> and, and please uh, feel free to send us yours. You know, you can you can hit us on the on the social media at DJ underscore killer underscore Kev at one Kev Nash or at you can't make this up podcast. Absolutely. You can hit us up, man. Same for the at, at, just add the at Gmail to the you can't make this up podcast. If you want to email it, we uh, definitely like to hear from you. Let, let us know who's rocking with us. Absolutely. I appreciate all the likes, all the shares. Oh, yeah. You know, we trying to take this take this to the next level. Absolutely, man. So you know, you, your support is is needed and wanted. So Absolutely we, we, vital. We, we appreciate it. <laughs> Another one in the books, man. Forty of these things. Yeah. Sean Kemp, as you said. Yeah, we Sean Kemp this thing today. I enjoyed it. Absolutely, yeah. man. You can't make this up, podcast. Kev Nash, DJ Killer Kev. Oh yeah, before we got to here, get out of here. Much love to Bars and Beyond, always holding us down. Yeah, Gem City Pod, Izzy, always uh, showing us love, man. Check them out. They are. A huge pod in the area. Check them out. For sure. We out. Yeah, yeah. Go Chiefs. Ha!
<laughs> don't, don't be a hater, you know? 